Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. It's Double Deuce. We're back online. We're on Zoom this week with special guest, Jason the Keys Keezer. Double Deuce. Yeah. That was enthusiastic. uh, Everybody's here. (laughs) Yeah. We're excited to have you here. Yes. So Uh, uh, entertain us. Well, more importantly than anything, I'm excited to represent the people who you have neglected for far too long. I took the opportunity in preparation for uh, being on We just took questions like a few episodes ago. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Well, you didn't answer these questions because I'm telling you, people are coming at you guys with both barrels loaded with queries. That's fair. I mean, uh, I can understand the questions never ending. They seem never ending. I feel like it's always questions, questions, questions. It's never answers. We're going to have to have an answers segment where people just send in answers. And then we ask the questions. Like a Jeopardy situation? Kind of like a Jeopardy situation. I'm game. Let's do this thing. Okay. So, first question. This comes from a loyal listener, Wendy. What time oh, is yeah. it? Yeah, you, you you all know Wendy, and you know what she's going to ask. The question is, what time is it? 8.53 p.m. Well, now, hold on a second. It may not be that simple. Is she asking what time is it now, as in when the podcast is being recorded, or is she asking what time is it now, as when... As in when she's listening to the podcast. I don't think she I don't think Wendy's interested in your philosophical mumbo jumbo about when is now and is now when she just wants to know what time is it. 8.54 p.m. Question answered. Okay, fantastic. Moving on to the next question. Can Will do a cartwheel? Yes. Yes, I can. In fact, a lot of people don't know this but i was a gymnast uh olympic caliber for the country of moldova which is my home country Mm -hmm. um in uh the 1997 winter olympics wow which might actually answer the follow-up question that one was from sean this one is from brian may will do a cartwheel asked in uh librarian pendanticism for sure I may if you give me enough Yarlo, which is the drink of my Moldovian people. I actually think that question was directed at Nelson, as we know that he's actually the one that coordinates most of the events associated with. I mean, I'm not going to stop him, but it sounds like he has demands. And so I want everyone to realize that he's got demands that that must be met if you want him to, to do this cartwheel. I will also need a spandex bodysuit. Yeah. In that case, I will need uh, that Moldovan wine uh, that you were uh, talking about earlier. You know, uh, ironic little actual fact point. Uh, Yarlo was a, a, a liqueur we ran into in Finland, which was absolutely fantastic. Uh, half brandy, half vodka. The story being that when the... Um, when the Finnish, uh, when the Russians invaded um, the the uh, Finland during the Winter War uh, and got knocked, it got pushed back. 
uh, they left a bunch of vodka uh, behind and the Finnish officers had a bunch of brandy and they're like, hey, hey, let's mix this brandy with this vodka and see what happens. And they got Yarlo, which uh, does exactly what it sounds like it will do, which is put your head in a spin real fast. I think it's interesting that, I mean, they tried it, but then they were like, yeah, let's make this a national drink now. <laughs> it was like <laughs> a really big step. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you for, know, for I- like, what, what do we have? to drink here like what are our options those two let's mix them together i guess and then they we were like, there on the anniversary one. of the winter war and they're big on the winter war they like sing patriotic songs like they're real excited about how they kicked the russians out of finland and i mean i think rightfully so but it's like i imagine somewhere between the party that the the ewoks have uh, at the end of Return of the Jedi and the party that the party. Wolverines would have had uh, if they hadn't all all died at the end of Red Dawn. Yeah, no, I can see that connection. I also like that it points out that uh, ultimately, I think most national traditions actually start with, we meant to do that. So you can kind of see how that, that kind of follows through. All right, well, don't get me sidetracked with a discussion about Yarlow because the next question comes from Wendy again. What do you think about Squid Game being the most popular Netflix show but also has lost in translation issues with the English language dubs? I really don't know what the hell uh, she's at, they're asking about there. But, um, I think we actually covered this about. a few episodes ago. Yeah, oh, great. I, I, I will I will go a little further on this one because I do know what they're talking about. Yes. Uh, there is a gal who, who's put a couple of YouTube, I'm sorry, uh, TikToks up about, uh, she, she's a, a Korean speaker and she put a couple of TikToks up about the uh, a few of the, the translations and they are pretty significant uh, changes in, in the wording that have some pretty impactful um there's pretty powerful points for some of the, the main characters, particularly the old man, number one, uh, the host. And uh, sorry, I don't want to spoil Spoiler alert. Uh, I just spoiled it. Uh, and uh, the uh, and, and, and our hero, whose name escaped me at the moment, um, but also the, the, the main uh, female protagonist character. Uh, I mean, is anybody a protagonist in Squid Games? It's hard to say. But uh, yeah, that, uh, there are some big ones and you should go check out those TikToks. I think if you just do like Squid Game translation in a Google search, you'll find it eventually. It's worth checking out. It's interesting. But I don't know the specifics of it well enough to, to go over those now. Okay, so it sounds like the answer to that question is go listen to that uh, previous podcast and go get a TikTok. It, it seems like watch it with the with the subtitles but then maybe if you like it look a little deeper because the the script is yeah somewhat changed it's, it's nuance and meaning and you know i yeah. have no, i have noticed that uh like subtitles even when it's in english because sometimes uh being an old man who blasted his ears out watching concerts by punk bands in the in the 90s i will occasionally watch movies with subtitles on um, especially late at night if I've got the volume turned down a little bit. And they change it even if it's English. So, and, and sometimes the changes are very, very minor, like one or two words. But sometimes it's like, oh, that actually affects the flow of that sentence a little bit. It does not surprise me that that is happening. Um, yeah, but it is yeah. a, 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 it's a little disappointing for those of us who are squid game I know, I know, too, there's a certain amount of, they've tried to get away from the, the old school dubs where they, like, 
it is just not at all syncing up to like let's look for a, a translation that at least hits around the same amount of lip movement and so sometimes they fuck around because of that which i can understand that uh but at the same time i don't know it seems like maybe though they need like a, an extra pass or two at that or like you know maybe but let, let the i don't know my guess it's, is it seems like they're like it's just kind of a machine that gets done and it might be cool to like give an extra pass or two to like the creators of like hey there's what the translation is <laughs> is there any way you want to try to change this we're trying to fuck with it do you yeah. care my guess is they're using the same service that we use at my job to translate uh, the transcript of telephone calls mm. coming in uh, because it is exciting I can tell you that much right there. Uh, okay, this is rapid fire. I want to make sure that we get to all these questions uh, before we uh, before we move on. Uh, this comes from Sarah in uh, in North Lawrence or some part of Lawrence. How do Will's teeth look up close? Wow, uh, that that's a really odd question for uh, a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I also I feel think- like it's hard for us to answer at the moment since resuming. If we were in person, yeah. it'd be easier. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna just say. Great. But it also seems like Sarah wants us to get really close to your uncovered mouth, and in which case, like, come on, Sarah, it's a pandemic. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, 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 like. Nice try. She's like the. <laughs> she's like the Bloody Mary of uh, of no law and and uh, COVID. Better luck oh, next oh. time killing us, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> there was Bloody Mary. Then there was COVID Sarah. Uh, next question. Listeners to the podcast might not realize that Sarah is a recurring guest who is trying to murder us. And she also, and she also um, probably carries COVID and gives it to people. We can't no, dispute I, that. Yeah, I think Sarah is clearly uh, the evil villain of the podcast that spans over multiple. It's the arc that spans over multiple seasons. Uh, so I think one, probably the real like villain of this podcast is our own insecurities, but Sarah's a close second. Yeah, and our own insecurities don't like laugh at us and post selfies uh, like a smartass every time we post selfies on Facebook, like in the same pose. Like our own insecurities don't do that, but Sarah does. Sarah does. So it's kind of neck and neck there. Next question. That's not that's not the Next final question. ranking, is my guess. That's true. Well, we'll see. Maybe maybe it's kind of going to be a bait and switch. This one comes from Liddell. Uh, is Squirt P? Oof. Now, Ooh. Uh, caveat: uh, they want to make sure that uh, you don't cop out and pretend that uh, they thought they meant the soda Squirt. That was my go-to mm-hmm. with that one. Yeah, they saw that right through that. Go-to. I mean, as P is stored in the balls, I'm going to have to go with no. Okay. I'm going to say, I'm going to go with, you know, I don't think it's about what it actually is. I think it's about what makes you feel good. So if you like it, it's it's not P. I think you can squirt anything if you have the right turkey baster. Next question. Uh, let's see. What wild animal do they think the other could barely best, barely, mind you, in physical combat these days? I.e., give me a close fight. Like what animals or one animal fighting what? Uh, what wild animal do you think Nelson 
could barely best in physical combat and vice versa? That's a really good question because I have seen Nelson fight a lot of forest creatures. Yeah. And he's, he's pretty good. He'll surprise you. Mm-hmm. He's got speed. He's got. Do we speed. get? Do we get like any like not as like? Do we get weapons? And and if if not like like you know uh, purposeful like built for for killing animals weapons at least makeshift weapons. You can we, get. Do we have like an opportunity to prepare? Is it you, like you going have, into? You can have weapons as long as it fits within that parameter of barely best them. So it has to be a weapon that doesn't over do it but it ultimately keeps you in the fight long enough to be able to crawl away yeah i feel like it's and this is this is a melee situation we're not like there's no guns here no... i mean if the if the animal the wild animal that they're fighting also has firearms then ultimately you know you could equalize that way but yeah i just mean we're gonna be better at it so i feel like it's too it's 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 gonna be hard to balance uh, what's the disposition of the wild animal? I mean, is it relatively sanguine until Nelson just like comes up and punches it? Or is it pissed off at Nelson? Is it fighting for its family? Is it rabid? I mean, where are we at? Is this. So it was, uh, it had ended up on the bus um, riding across town. Uh, it was, it was on the Trent Lawrence transit. And so um, Nelson was listening to his, uh, his favorite music without any headphones on. And so it just sort of irated, you know, kind of uh, got the animal all irked and it just kind of started that way. The animal did ask to, uh, for Nelson to turn it down a little bit. And he was, he was pretty, pretty non-responsive. All right. All of this is, uh, all of this is really important information. I mean, it seems like a simple question, but when you really dig in <laughs> the specifics, uh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to hot take it here. And it's not uh, an animal we see around here too often, but it is an animal uh, and I think one that is real well suited to fighting Nelson and Nelson would come out on top, but not on bloodied. And that would be a goose. Okay. It's a goose. Nelson. Yeah. So gooses are mean. That's true. That's true. Um, hmm. I mean, I told you it was a hot take. It's pretty hot. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking like one of those tortoises from Pet World. Yeah, like a mm-hmm. like a like a good sized tortoise. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, did, sure, you bet. Are, are there any um, any circumstances in which? Will needs to be aware of. The tortoise was on the bus. He was trying to get Nelson to shut up. Nelson mm-hmm. won't shut up. I mean, that's the, that pretty much writes itself. I could see that happening. Yeah. I just think with all the things Will's done in his life, a tortoise is going to want to fight him. Mm. I don't think oh, it needs like. I don't yeah. think it needs extra. I don't think it needs extra. Influence. Oh man, no! I think a tortoise kicked my ass. I mean, those things are. I think. Slow. It's, I think. I think it depends. Like I said, it's like barely. Yeah, because I feel like like it's not not a regular turtle because I think you would you would realize to flip it over eventually, and so and flipped over like what's he gonna do with those big tortoises? That's a hard flip. 
I just I try to get it into water because I think I'd have the advantage there. I don't know. Aren't those like water animals? Tortoises? I think tortoises are actually uh, probably more likely to be land. Yeah. Uh, I mean, aren't they relatively amphibious? Most tor- tortoises? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it's just turtles. I don't know. But uh, I think it'd be a fight. Boy, howdy. Not looking yeah. forward to that. Although <laughs> it is going to be maybe potentially more maneuverable in water. Okay, we need to get quicker. through these questions because we still got Wizard Corner. Okay, actually, that That's was true. the last question that uh, that had come through under the wire. So, okay. uh, good luck to both of you. Um, I do hope that uh, we do get to see that on pay per view. Uh, I just like to say thanks to everybody who uh, asked questions and a nice teaser that was real thoughtful to come with something. Most of the guests we have just try to bullshit their way through it, and uh, you know we would never do that. We're always prepared. Nelson. No, I, I was more than I was more than happy to let other people do the work. Also, I've killed a lot of geese before. Like we were way off, way off. I can kill a goose like like nothing. See, I don't think you're taking into account that this goose in particular knows about your history and has been training its whole goose life in order to take you on. It's this cool. ain't your mama's oh, goose. I, this ain't I, your I, mama's goose. I'm, I'm permitted. I'm permitted. If this if this goose is is coming at me hard, I'm permitted makeshift weapons. Man, I'll, man. I'll, I'll even the tables. You know, if, if this were to come out on October 22nd, I would have a really hard time deciding between Goose Fight and Dune. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. uh, that would be a real tough decision. You could do both. Uh, you could if you went to the matinee uh, or the goose attacked you earlier in the day. Yeah. Kind of depends on scheduling. Kind of does. Uh, okay, so there's an important bit of news that, that I saw today that I wanted to bring to everybody's attention and what I like to call uh, Wizard Corner. Ding, 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 ding. Apparently, the city of Christchurch, New Zealand, uh, uh, from 1998 until just recently, had an official wizard. Uh, they paid this wizard approximately 11000 US dollars a year, which is a little more in Yikes. New Zealand wonkers or whatever they're called over there. Uh, and, and and it was an official wizard. And uh, what I want to know, gentlemen, and, uh, and, and those of you who are listening, is why in Lawrence, Kansas, being a progressive town that we are, do we not have an official sanctioned and paid wizard position? I yield my time to the floor. I think that's a legitimate question, and I think uh, one of the primary reasons is because the Lawrence Association of Wizards uh, has a pretty tight rein on what can be revealed about local wizardhood. And so what you end up with is, yes, they would like to get those sweet, sweet Ducats, and at the same time, uh, they find themselves uh, following union rules. Mm. You know, I never thought about it from the wizard's perspective, but that that makes a whole lot of sense. You can't defy the union, Will. Any thoughts on, on your end about about having an official wizard <laughs> in, in Lawrence? I mean, I, I do. I it, it seems like we should have one still. I mean, I know there's like a league of wizards and all, but I feel like it should still be like a. Uh, there should, there should be a, a front-facing wizard that is, that is the you know the go-between between, between the, the secret cabal 
and then like the the, the town at large they don't have to necessarily give a lot away but mm-hmm. i feel like it would probably help relations with between wizards and normie people and then also um like fucking dollars is is good for whoever the that wizard is it's nice to get a little second income stream well interestingly there's actually been uh, to my understanding a fair number of our uh mayors our, our leadership in lawrence over the years have actually been undercover wizards yeah so, yeah no shit yeah i think boog highberger uh was was a wizard yeah. uh, or is a wizard and uh oh, wait, well, was or is i mean well, I, 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 w- I wouldn't be able to speak to it all. These are these are things that you hear. These are things that you hear. Right. Uh, but mm. uh, yeah, I think uh, I think that you would be surprised about uh, the machinations, the magically magically oriented city business that's taken place. Well, that makes sense because Mike Amix was never late. He always arrived precisely when he meant to. Yeah. And, and now that I think about it, that's a wizard, isn't it? Well, if you say his name backwards, uh, then he disappears off into the, the realm that he came from. How do you say his name backwards? That's the trick. <laughs> he, he disappears off into the barber shop in, uh, in the uh, barber dimension. Zima? <laughs> Zima? If we don't name this episode in the barber dimension, I'm going to be sore upset because that, that is it. There is the title. But speaking of in the barber dimension... Uh, we haven't we haven't given our Applebee's ad yet. Um, you want to close this out with the Applebee's ad? Applebee's. No matter what dimension you're in, it's probably got an Applebee's somewhere. I mean, it may not be unlike one of the, the good roads, but uh, there's a road with an Applebee's on it there. So get some riblets in the whatever dimension if there's barbers there. I know there's like a dimension where like the Nazis won the war or like there's one, there's one where it's like just all horses, but they still got an Applebee's. It's just, it's more vegetarian based there. I just want to check in. Was that an Applebee's ad or just a pitch meeting at Netflix? No, both, (laughs) both. Uh, but you wouldn't know it because the translation's off. <laughs> Boom! Callback! Thank you yeah. very much, ladies and gentlemen. We have been double deuce. Yeah, we have. Yeah, double deuce. Oh, God. Sorry, I didn't expect you to, to, to pitch me. To I'm pitch sorry. Me I, I, usually, I usually don't, but I got inspired. I know, and so I was like, "What? What are we doing here?" Yeah, it got awkward. I liked it though. You, I like taking away my control. I'm no, sorry. Are we still recording? I mean, I didn't stop. Well, <laughs> <laughs> deuce. Uh, okay. See, that's how you do it. Should we? Do- <laughs> oh shit! We forgot to do something. Hey, Keezer, promote your material. Hey, yeah, you got, uh, you got so, a cool-looking book coming that's about. 
Uh, so uh, if anybody's out there wondering what the hell kind of zombie is that, good news, there's actually a field guide that's been created, exhaustively researched by myself uh, through the uh, the um, moniker Kizograms, and uh, you can check it out at the Raven Bookstore, at uh, Wonder Fair, at Chops Comics, all in Lawrence, Kansas, or if you're a little bit further away, uh, perhaps in New Zealand, and you're a wizard that's needing to be able to identify wizards a little more effectively, check out my Etsy uh, at Kizograms, uh, or just freaking find me online and uh, shoot me a note, and I'll uh, I'll make sure you get get a copy with the uh, the appropriate. Hey, Kizer, what, what's the name of what's the name of this masterpiece? Uh, this is the Field Guide of the North American Zombie, and it's available a, at, at Raven and Chops Comics and and Wonder Fair. That's right. I'll go check it out. Yeah. Um, you can also hit my Etsy shop because apparently I like to make things complicated. Jason Keezer, making things complicated since 1976. Oh, there you go. You should be one of them carnival barkers guessing people's yeah. weight and ages. How much do you think I weigh? Uh, 378 pounds. Damn, are you a wizard? Was, that, was it dead on? <laughs> 100%. It's a, dry, it's a dry weight. You wouldn't <laughs> expect it. I've just ended the show twice. Nothing hey, what did you try to say? Double deuce again. Oh. What are you doing? What are you doing? Fucking my, my God, what are you doing? Field Guide to North American Zombies. Available now. Where, where supplies last and find stores everywhere. Double deuce. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at doubledeucepod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep. And the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us uh, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. <laughs> Good episode.